Hi, new friend. My name is Siobhan Simons. I heard you say something. I heard you put out into the universe that you weren't strong enough, you weren't good enough, and you couldn't do that thing because you didn't know how to do it. Welcome to Tell Me You're Kidding, the podcast. The place where I want to show you the mindset is a reset. Every day is your first day. And as a mental health advocate, it's my job to make sure that you have a faithful foundation in yourself. We're going to respect the things we walk through by building something great for ourselves with love. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hi guys, and welcome to episode six. I hope in this episode that you enjoy a chapter in the middle of my book where I let you know that pretty is not what you see. It's what you feel. Let's get into the episode. I can't wait to meet you there. Hi guys, and welcome to episode six. This is the part where I kind of want to share a book chapter with you that is really near and dear to my heart. The things that make us pretty are not the things that we see. They're not the checklists made by other people who don't live our lives. And if you're sitting there right now, and you haven't made it to adulthood yet, you desperately need to listen to this chapter about how food is not what we are. The title of the chapter is 33 and has the donut. I'm 33 and I shower when I want to. I get twisted over dog hair. I have three humans who circulate the house as professional stalkers. I see my husband on the weekends going on year two now. I've said goodbye to nine babies. I've searched for the poop, and after I find the diaper 14 feet from the actual crime scene, I'm more now than ever figuring out what table I belong at. If this very chapter is in your hands right now, then you needed to hear this. All of the above is the reality, and I want you to know that there is no Dateline episode that describes a mass killing via a cookie. Nowhere in the history of news reporting and law enforcement has there ever been a gluten swat sweep team to rid the world of all the God-fearing donuts. If there is, the school moms definitely miss their calling. I don't starve myself anymore. That's why I look different now. At 22, I probably ate a baked potato per week and ran five miles at night in the dark of the very town that I grew up in. Knowing this now, I want you to understand this was pre-parent me, pre-watching Dateline, pre-watching scary news stories on a Friday night as a date night version of parenthood. I look different now because I actually take care of my body. And it doesn't check your boxes like it does mine. That, hey, don't die from starvation and cardiac arrest. That box is a pretty big freaking box. If I ever upset someone, I'd make a meal, look at it, and then throw it out as punishment. I'd categorize my ages of 6 years old to 22 as a category 11 help size hurricane. You're aware by now that I had a nervous breakdown. All from 
trying to look this way, to breastfeed my babies, to not have a C-section, to not giving them the phone, to pureeing their food, to using glass, don't ask for help, sign up for preschool, don't vaccinate, vaccinate, use aging cream, drink celery juice, wear a stupid bun on the top of my head. Where 10 years ago, that was a poof. I just want you to know that 10 years ago, that was two bobby pins pushed up to make a poof. Mother of God, please do not believe all of this bullshit. Except dry shampoo. That crap is gold. At 33, I've come across the most amazing advice ever given to me by one of my very newest girlfriends. You are not that important. Navigating motherhood is probably the most high school of high school feelings events ever made in the history of life. Today, if you ask me to go meet up for a Panera Bread baguette, I don't say, oh man, I'm busy, can we rain check? In avoidance to eat carbs. Girl, I meet up and I bring purse wine and we people watch. I want to tell you that comparison almost took the very voice that you hear right now. When I had my last sweet baby, I took a hard step into a wall, a mental wall, one that kept me from cultivating this amazing life out there. And if you asked me to get dressed, I could have sucked blood from your very eyeballs. If you said, come to this barbecue I'm having on a hot summer day with a newborn and two other kids, I didn't think, wow, that's going to be so fun. I would have thought, what if I can't hide the skin? What if I go on a smoothie diet? Then by the time the barbecue comes, I can wear that shirt. If I think about seeing my friends, I thought, is there reflective surfaces there? Will I have to walk by a sliding glass door that lets me know that I haven't made it yet? That I haven't lost the baby weight yet? Or will someone who saw me a month ago pregnant think I look any different today at this barbecue? I always opt not to go. If you're reading this right now, I'm on your team. There are entirely too many reflective freaking surfaces out there in storefronts and walk-by things. And if we are ever allowed to take you out there and get your revenge and spray paint a big FU on those windows without damaging the store, I'll let you know I'm your girl. But the advice I'm going to give you is tangible, non-criminal, and very effective. You aren't a size. Read twice. You aren't a size. I can do 138 squats a minute. I drink 65 ounces a day. I've completed 80-day obsession twice and lift four three times in the past year. I still have fat cells that sit close to the surface of my skin because white people problems means my Irish grandmother set course to give me genetics that kept me full of life, but also left my fat cells very, very clear next to the surface of my skin. I eat veggies most. I get 16 to 20,000 steps a day. 
I breastfed my babies. I pureed the food. I didn't ask for any help when I was bleeding on the floor from my C-section scar after 22 hours of labor from my first baby who wouldn't descend. Imagine an OR surgical team of 11 people coming in to kick out your best friend and look at your then boyfriend and have him make me incoherently sign papers that said we either take them now or they don't make it. I did puzzles with my babies. I taught them letters and I handmade their costumes. And still, strangers will say to me, after all of that, that baby weight is hanging on, isn't it? We are too focused on what we see in a 15-second clip and our ability to want to be right that we're forgetting that there is an actual, living, breathing, amazing human being underneath what we assume. To the average dum-dum at pickup, I look like someone who eats ice cream, bakes chicken parm, and lives in the sweatpants on the couch as I drink Coca-Cola. I have never had an ounce of any of those things. And I still look like this. I had to change how I felt about this and interpret it and pursue it out into the world as who I am. Our lack of empathy for human beings is a very unattractive trait. It promotes shame in any idea of our lives and makes us live in fear of anything. I've been every type of girl for every type of person in my life except the person that I needed. I need to show up for yourself. I need to show up for myself, no matter how long it takes. No matter what someone's face will say when they think of you. No matter what color your skin is, shape your body is, or who you love, how you treat others is the most attractive quality you could ever possess. I'm 33 and I shower when I want to. I don't hold shaving my legs over a workout. I don't have being happy over how many steps I got that day. And I don't shape myself around the skin that hangs down when I bend over. That's how gravity worked. Do your best, but live your personal design, your worth, is in the love that you put into your health. Your worth is not in the reflection in, in a mirror that only catches you for 20 seconds while you're brushing your teeth. Whatever age you are right now, you need to enforce yourself with mantras that give you a forever outlook instead of a trendy hashtag. I know all of the old people in your life told you this won't matter in 10 This won't matter in 10 years. They were right. Be fierce about who you love. If you don't belong in the body that you're in, then change it. Empower your design. Be more of you for the sake of being more of you. If you come across any length of time 
you deciding to not be yourself will just be you deciding not to be yourself. You won't check anybody's boxes. I'm not starving myself at 33 to go to my 20-year reunion to be reunited with the same people that tormented me just because they're older now, drink green shakes, and made small versions of themselves who now operate and look forward to operating a weed whacker to edge the lawn on the weekend. All that really is, is older, more ignorant versions of what we were in high school. I say no thank you. I encourage you to check your own boxes. Call up a friend, go have Panera baguettes and purse wine, and watch all of the newest generations obsess over likes. Knowing that someday they're going to have a mortgage and also be on a mystery hunt thriller of looking for the poop that went with the diaper that's randomly now on the floor. On your dying day, you can't just go back and say, man, I want to go and redo that. I wish I ate that, and man, that champagne looked real good. You probably will get a movie flash of the good you've done, and the loss you've had, and the impact you're leaving. Choose what you give your hurt to. Try hard as hell to make someone else know that there's a seat open right next to you. I hope you enjoyed the small segment of this big thing that I've been working on for so long. I feel like it's taking me forever. I feel like I am less than every time someone puts a book out before I do. That's the old me sneaking right back in to steal my empowerment and stomp on my joy. If you do one small thing for yourself, if you sell one item that was handcrafted by your beautiful creativity, if you go out and train one set of people to do the immense joyful work that is meant to be out there in the universe, that is your power calling you. Measuring yourself does not mean you're going to get to the end point faster. It is, however, stopping you from seeing the empowerment and how powerful you have become while chasing this journey. I can't wait to meet you next week. Don't forget, our regular podcasts are set for Monday, and we're going to totally rock this mindset. As always, thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, go share it on Instagram at It's Best Lived. Share it in your stories. Tell your friends. The only way that we're ever going to make it together is if we tribe together. Thanks again for listening. Go down below, leave a review. I can't wait to see you next week.